Welcome to a prehistoric bowl, dude. Soup. Ooh. There's, there's like, uh, I don't know, there's hair floating in there, maybe a tooth. I started watching Ruby finally. There's a pretty cool part where somebody butt rips a rips a fang out of a, a snake and then stabs it into its eye. So do that. Ready, ready, James. Do that. Yes. We just synced. One, two, three. If it doesn't change resolution, you don't have to resync. Search animations. You're gonna yeah, want those. Absolutely on. Uh, that's uh, when you see right. the hands go like this. Right. Oh, that. He oh, is that what that is? Instead of the camera just bopping down and then you get four herbs that's or whatever. That's new. Ugh. Maybe. Far Cry. God damn it. I love Far Cry. It's really? like Skyrim or whatever. Did you finish Far Cry 4? Yeah, I beat it. Really? Yeah. I think I let Pagan Man live. No, that's that's just the ending. The, well, it's kind of funny because you yeah you pick like... Um, stab or no stab? Yeah, you, you basically you are like, go with the, <laughs> the woman or the man. <laughs> I think I ended up working with the woman the whole time, and then the man's kind of a dick. I think I you can change your mind right at the last second, can't you? Spoiler alert. Yeah, I think so. My problem with Far matter. Cry 4, I didn't beat it, but they're both dicks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're both real assholes to you, and I didn't want to help either of them, so yep. I just went off and I did my own thing. Yep. So this is a weird thing that's been happening in games lately. I kind of like it, but it, nobody... I brought it up a couple of times, but nobody really seems to... Like, I, I'm waiting for the laborious 15,000-word uh, uh, essay on Polygon or whatever about how lately games have abandoned, abandoned the pretense that you are the good guy. Um, Almost every game now doesn't even try to make you seem like a protagonist because you're murdering a lot of people. But that's that's been the narrative on television movies for about thirty. You're right. Years. It is playing into the like. -hero. Yeah, you're yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, it was just what was the what was the first? Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five was like the biggest. Holy shit! You are a you are a, a mega villain. You're capturing dudes and indoctrinating them. You're raising a rogue nation army that's just going around. You just fucking do whatever. Well, sure. You you play as big boss. So spoilers, Adam. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, they, they sold it as that. They're Everyone like, plays Metal Gear for the story. Yeah, I but... I didn't know that. You did. No, it's, I was gonna play it just tonight. You knew what it was. So let's see how he makes Outer Heaven and leads into the events of Metal Gear 1 on the yeah, MSX. This V-Sync's all sorts of bad. Yeah, it's a little j jittery. Uh, whatever happened to G-Sync? Wasn't that supposed to be a thing? It's still oh, a yeah. thing. You just have to have the right monitor. This isn't one. We don't. Uh, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Loot Crate and YouTube Red. Uh, YouTube Red's pretty cool. I got it because I was already on YouTube Music. Well, Google Play three. Music. We, we were already Ish. on Google Play. And then we it's fucking great, man. No ads. Uh, offline viewing. The first month is free. After that, it's $10 a month. Uh, if you want to subscribe, check the description in the link. And uh, if you are interested in Loot Crate, you can go to lootcrate.com slash dudesoup and use promo code dudesoup for $3 off new subscriptions. We'll hear from more from both of them later. But um, I guess in the, along the same vein of of everyone being the villain, we, did, we saw a particularly villainous film by, by probably the world's greatest mastermind. What is his name? Alex, Alex Proyas? Proyas, that's what it is. Director of The Crow. And yeah, and Dark City. Dark City and The Knowing. Yeah, The Knowing? I it was just Knowing. Just Knowing, whatever. I thought it was The Knowing. No, I don't think it's, I'm pretty sure it's just Knowing. Is it right, also well. is it just called Crow, or is it called The Crow? No, it's called The Crow. It's The Crow, okay. So wait, has everybody saw it? Bruce, you saw no, it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh! I refuse. I will not be seeing the movie. Really? What? No, absolutely. I, I'm not going to pay $15 to see this movie. I already know what it is. Go to a People keep asking me, let's get right down to it. Okay. People keep asking me, is it worth going to see? Uh -huh. Simple, simple answer yeah, is, is uh -huh. if you saw that trailer and you're like, that looks like stupid fun, yeah. then yes, it is. If answer. you see the trailer and you think that looks fucking dumb and I have no interest in that stupid piece of shit, then do not go see it because you will not get anything. <laughs> I get the sort of thing like, you kind of know the type of person you are. It's like, can you enjoy R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet? Or do you look at it and go, this isn't good? No, I can enjoy R. Kelly's Trapped in exactly. the Closet. Absolutely. It's one of those things where, like, if you have a sense of humor and you you know it's so bad it's good and you can find entertainment in it, 
you will have a good time. I don't even think you need a sense of humor for this movie. Yeah, well, I, th I think... <laughs> I, what, I, what I tend to phrase it in is more of the opposite. If, and this isn't wrong, but if you're the type of person who takes movies seriously and you think that Gods of Egypt... To, to use a phrase I see thrown around a lot, if you think Gods of Egypt is, quote, part of the problem mm. with, like, movies in general, don't go see it. Of course not. But then again, you're already... Maybe pretentious isn't the right word, but I, I you're already in a certain frame of mind where you're not going to... I fall somewhere in the middle of you guys, because I, I don't necessarily think it's part of the problem at all. I don't mind that movies get made and that they like are commercial successes and things like that. That's I think that's great. Um, but, at the same time, there are thousands of clones of this film that I don't... Like, I've already seen this movie 15 times. Ah, uh, sort of. And, and like, I mean, honestly, like, I saw... When, like, A Clash of the Titans is a very good comparison, because mm -hmm. it, it's a very it's the very same movie. And so when I saw that movie, I was like, ah, it wasn't so bad. But then I, I saw ten other movies just like it, and that's why I'm like, okay, so now I've reached my threshold for these movies. So, so I I've been comparing it to a couple movies: Clash of the Titans and Jupiter Ascending. Ooh, they're very boy. similar, right? Um, I oh, think it's better tempting. than both of those movies. Oh, really? I think it delivers on the promise of what? that the that the film makes hmm. better than those movies did. Clash of the Titans is. So boring. There's like one scorpion fight and then the fight at the end. It's pretty boring. Though. It's really boring. And then it's Sam Worthington just sucking the air out of every single room <laughs> he's in. Right? He's not interesting at all. Gods of Egypt at the very least. Also, and then Jupiter Ascending, on the other hand, is overly complex. That's that's it, part of its beautiful disaster, though. It, it, that's something you can appreciate about yeah. it. But I'm just saying, it's it requires another level of I'm going to just get try and get something out of this movie, and then but then beyond that, it has a really shoehorned in love bullshit thing, and they it's front and center, and it makes you it tries to get you to care about it, yeah. and think that it's important even though it's not, and it's not done well. And then there's some exciting, well done, interesting action there. Gods of Egypt really doesn't have either. It doesn't have a lot of downtime. It's true. It has about 15 minutes, kind of towards the later two thirds of it, yeah. where where it slows down for a little bit, and then they talk about their feelings. About 15 minutes long, and then it goes back to giant Egyptian yeah. metal gods fighting each other. So, so here's my question, because uh, yeah. I, I have a couple questions about these movies. This is usually what I look for in these sorts yeah. of movies. Number one. Is the CG better than Jupiter's? No. End? No. Is the CG better than? It's more enjoyable. Is the CG better than Clash of the Titans? Probably better than Clash of the Titans. Okay. There's, there's more of it, right? Is the CG better than Transformers Four? No, absolutely. Okay, so then, there, you've got me out. I'm not going to yeah. see the movie. No, you are so, already out. No, yeah. I, I, I'm not because if you had said, yeah, no, the special effects are pretty good, I would have been like, okay, Womp. I'm all right with seeing this movie now in the theaters because the special effects are pretty good. Is the CG better than Battleship? Ooh. Um. <clears throat> The movie or the trailer? <laughs> the movie. Oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay, it's probably not. There's more of it, though. There's That's the thing, though. That so doesn't it, matter. It's the golden I don't give two shits. It's the golden corral CG, Bruce. It's not a technical achievement. It's not a technical achievement okay, in okay. any sense of the word. Right. In any sense of the word. All right, hold on. Is the story good? No. No, the story isn't okay, good. Okay, hold on. Is the acting good? No. The, Arguably. No, all, okay, hold on. Is the writing good? Fuck no. Is the producing good? Good. No! It, none All of right. it has to do with any of goodness, I, is the I, thing. Yeah, well, no, Goodn that, goodness is not what you should be looking I, for. I disagree. So I think, I'm, what I'm saying is that any one of these films that I that I would like to see, like a ridiculous movie like Battleship, something has to be good about the movie. Something. Uh, and I, I, but I saw Battleship, and I don't think there's anything that I would describe as good in well, that movie. The, yeah. The, I, I would, and, and when they drifted the boat, that was cool. I was going to say, that the only thing I would say that's good about that movie is that it has unique action. In, in the sense Gods that of Egypt has unique action. How? 
Uh, so it, it depends <laughs> on how you frame it. Um, oh, okay. The fight scenes that involve uh, Gerard Butler are genuinely good to watch because he's actually a pretty great action actor. He is, yeah. Uh, I would agree. It is uh, weird that everyone in ancient Egypt either has an English or Scottish accent. Yeah, they're, well, they're all, they're all foreign. I'll, I'll throw that out. Yeah, okay. I, I, do, I love when movies do that, though. It's always kind of funny where it's like, Hello there, brother! It's, like, what? it's also funny, too, weird. because they're like, like, obviously this movie got flack for being whitewashed. Mm -hmm. oh, that's right. But to make it historically accurate would be more absurd. Yeah, right. You know, like, it's right. not trying to be historically accurate. And, and also you're dealing with gods. It's the mummy. It's the equivalent of the mummy. It's, it's probably even further... Further into the world of cartoons, yeah, than the mummy absolutely was. it is uh, because because the mummy at least had had like theoretically real world action and real world characters that then descended into a land of fantasy. Mm -hmm. This just starts crazy town and goes even more crazy. Well, town. there's okay, so the way it starts out, um, yeah, you got some you you club points there. Yeah, nice, that's, nice that's job. how it works. Um, but uh, yeah, Horus is basically being crowned uh, king or oh, whatever. Man, he's explaining the setup. Yeah, well, like no, no, matters. it's just funny because then. Well, Who cares? That's, that's, that's uh, Jamie Lannister. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. And then like uh, he's the brash king. That's a little true. It's basically no, coming no. to America. He, he's he's the son of the king of yeah, Egypt. Yeah, sorry. Who cares? Yeah. Right. None, of this, fucking None of this matters. I'm just saying. This, These... is, this is how Gerard Butler's introduced. He just walks up. And he's like, "What's up? I'm so proud of you." Kills everyone. He goes. Actually, I want to be king now. Like he read the script and said, "You oh, got to change that." No, I want to be yeah. the bad guy. Like the the acting wasn't really reflective of that. But then he goes, and then. Basically, he and uh, Lannister turn into two bad video games. Yeah, it's like other. the end of uh, Power Rangers. Why do I, I don't want to watch any? Yes, you do. No, no, he doesn't. I really don't. Uh. The thing is that you should never. If you're watching this movie, going, I can't wait to tell my friends about this. That's not, I'm not. You're I'm, doing it wrong. Uh, I, I never. No, I'm saying this is what this. Is, I was watching this movie, going, Wow, Bruce would have really hated this. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm having yeah. a great time. Yeah. Bruce would really hated this. Elise saw it, she, so and she's she she's it. the test because she had no interest in going. Yeah. She's like, I'll go with you if you want me to go. And I was like, yeah. I can go by myself. She's like, I'll go with you. And about maybe an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, I looked over and she was like this, <laughs> head in her hands, <laughs> breathing heavily. <laughs> So exciting, right? Exciting scenes were boring. She got because she got nothing out of that stuff because I think, like you, she was looking. Is is the action choreography good? Any, no, it's no, anything. It's anything is, is the CG good? Anything. What, I'm just what is for one dimension to be good. The the, 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 the imagination of the world is pretty good. Yeah, the production okay. design is, I would say, very good. There there's, there's like a flying boat that's held up with a flock of birds. That's something. It's it's way more imaginative than Clash of the Titans could even dream of being. There's a part where they go right. into space and you see the world, which is just a flat disc, and they fly around to the other side, which is like the underworld or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Some of that visualization is pretty cool. It's, uh, it's like it's very on par. I was watching it thinking it's very. For some reason, they made an 80s fantasy kids yes. movie. It is essentially Krull, but with shitloads of CG. and It's it's like never-ending story. It's paced that way, too, where yeah. it's like, and now on to our next quest, and our next quest, and our next quest. But my thing is, if it's going to be... Like, you can tell from the trailer, the CG is not that good. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> and so it's that CG. But I'm okay with that, as long as it doesn't make me sit around and watch Shia LaBeouf go to a job interview beforehand, sure, or yeah. argue with his parents, yeah. or fall in love, or any of those things. If you put, if you put that in front of it, yeah. then it's going to be harder for me to get into it. But I can watch bad CG all day. Like, there's shitty Bollywood films that have terrible CG or whatever, but they're entertaining because they just roll from one thing to the next yeah. thing. I, I, as long as you don't let me take a minute... Mm. To think to about how bored are. I'm getting. Yes, to realize where you are, exactly. Then, then it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't need to be good. So if another thing that's good, production design's good. 
the pacing of it is good. The fact that they were like, we have $140 million. We want to make a two-hour movie. This is where things need to be. Wait, was to it make two sure hours? People, it was two hours and four minutes. Oh, wow. This is where things need to be to make sure Why people right don't go, it should have been 90 oh, minutes. shit, I'm in a theater. I paid $15 for this. <laughs> right. like, and it does that. Uh-huh. So, so those are the two things. Uh, CG's not good, though. They clearly had they that's the, that money out. So here's, here's my problem with that: is that the, the, the centerpiece of the film is CG. But and, no, it really is. Like this is the only thing that holds it up. It's not the acting, it's not the writing, not the producing. We already established that. So the CG should be the best thing. And if everybody says the CG is not very good, it bothers me. That's a, a little. I'm like. I, I, eh, so so when I say good, I mean it's not going to win any awards. It's not seamless. You're like, well, now they are CG monsters fighting with each other. The the world CG is actually pretty good. Yeah. Like okay, in right. terms in terms of the matte painting stuff and like filling like, filling like up Thor the world. Because a, a lot of what those movies yeah. a lot of what those movies do is that they'll go really small and you'll be in a tiny oh, yeah. little corridor Zoom or whatever. So that way they don't have to do a CG world. Mm-hmm. This movie is like as big as we can make it in every single scene, we're gonna make it as big as we can make it. So your characters are these tiny little things in these giant there's one point where they're on they're on the edge of a waterfall. Egypt is massive and huge. Mm. They're like um, in a even when they go up into space, they go up into space to fight uh, Super about? Saiyan Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. He's raw. He's raw, and he go. He basically he stomps his chest until yeah. he goes on fire, and then he fights a space worm. Yeah, like, with if a I'm fire saying staff. These things, and you want to kill yourself, <laughs> you're not going to like Gods of Egypt. But if I'm saying these things, and you're going. I guess out of a morbid curiosity, I would mm-hmm. want. I don't. I don't slow down for car wrecks, and I don't go to freak shows. Mm-hmm. But I do see Gods of Egypt. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I. I will. If if this movie were free to me, hmm. I would absolutely see it in theaters. Free. Interesting. That, that's. Uh, I'm not paying money. I'm not paying money. I'm not giving this movie money. Is what I'm saying. Um, and I, I, I have no problem paying fifteen dollars to another <laughs> garbage film. Um, but for the, for some reason, this one, I was like, this is just. It seems like it's not it's not buoyed by anything other than CG, and if that's not very good. My only complaint was I wish the theater was more empty, yeah, so that we could have made more jokes, could have yelled yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. That that was that there. Were, there were people in there who looked like they were trying to enjoy themselves. That's the weird part, right? Yeah, yeah. I like always, to think it's a communal joke to well, go see that movie. But. James said he saw someone. What they tried? To, they watched. They watched oh, so yeah, uh, fantastically. <laughs> there's a woman in front of us who, as the lights are going down, took her phone out and started watching the trailer for the movie, and I was like, "For Gods of Egypt, you didn't know what you were getting into." Yeah. You well, just walked into so, this. You said, "I'll pick this one, the very last theater in the entire building, the smallest one." I wonder who those people are who are just like, "I got nothing going on. Yeah. I'm going to wander into I've the theater." I've done that before. Yeah, people, people do that. I've you've wandered into a so theater. I, yeah, and I, I watched uh, what was it? The shitty Alice in Wonderland remake. I did that with the that LXG. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Oh. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I did that. Oh. But that, those movies at least had big, like, oh. Wait, you just high-fived yeah, and fist-pumped. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is no. 18 times worse than it's, Gods of Egypt. It's it the is. worst movie it in the is. world, it's and I'll never worse. watch it again. Oh. It's, it's, Ever. It's much worse. So I'll that, tell everybody to never see the movie. Okay. That's a good example. And yeah. again, if we're talking about um, Battleship... Oh, that yeah, whole yeah. shit on the island that you and I say if we ever did our Throw version of uh, Battleship, yeah. we'd yeah. cut it out. It. The guy without legs yeah. and stuff. Get rid of it. This doesn't have any guys without legs wandering around an island. <laughs> cutting, And it cut, takes you away from the action to do that. Once it's in the action, it's committed to that action yeah. until the action is resolved. So, you know, it's, it's interesting because, to me, the value of a movie like this is always imagining... Imagining what happened on set yeah. when they were doing it. Yeah. And also imagining what happened in, like, the writing room when they... When they, there, there was a scene in the movie where there's all these characters together, and it's almost like they look at each other and realize, we're not going to resolve our individual storylines if we stay together. So without word or explanation, they split up, and they're in an elevator. 
So one of them jumps off the elevator and starts climbing up the outside of the that building. That was weird. While yeah. the other two characters are on the elevator going up so they can have their confrontation. I, yeah. I remember Lawrence looking at me like an audible look. And yeah. he was like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was and, like, it was confusing. I, well, at one point, they're like, they did do a throwback line. It made sense in the end. But the, the process didn't really get there. Where like, yeah, so the, there's this giant tower. They're going up in the elevator. One guy's evil. The other guy's good. And then Lannister's like, I'm... Go on up. I'm going to climb. And he's I'll like, meet you there. And he, he goes, okay. And then he gets out and then he goes, Ugh. Yeah, he's so much slower <laughs> than the elevator. And the elevator's just like, <laughs> And then the evil guy goes, Ha! Also, <laughs> he just lunges at him, yeah. Also, the, also the elevator doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it like, stops immediately. And then they fight. <laughs> it's pretty... It's not, but it's no. So, so you talk about the writing room. I'm pretty sure it's rooms plural. Oh yeah. Because because Elise after the movie, accurately pointed out that like the first the first several scenes are written almost like like a Shakespearean epic. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't you Usurping see me? As yeah. in, like don't you see me upon mine eyes and stuff like that. And then after it's like shit, this place is on fire. <laughs> about halfway through the movie, it just abandons all that, which is kind of good because at the beginning I was like, oh god, shut up! Like yeah. shut up! Just yeah. tell me that Thought you want a bone, right. which is another thing too. Yeah. That that is it rated R. No, no, no. PG thirteen. No. But man, oh man, there's so many moments in this movie where you're like. Oh, they're gonna fuck. Yeah. There's yeah. gonna be a hardcore sex scene, right? Like it's set up to basically have follow up. It, yeah. A hard like it could be it, it could be the easiest porno anyone's ever made. You just then refilm the scene, so it'll just yeah. same scene leading up to it, and then they just fuck right afterwards. Because like bat, bat, bat. Everyone, everyone in that movie looks kind of like a porn star. Yeah, they do. You're like, right. There's there's supposed to be this love interest. She's the goddess of love. Well, there's the goddess of love. Oh, obviously. I see what you mean. Yeah. But then there's a the love interest. Yeah. And Who is removed from the story be, like almost right away. She's supposed to be like the girl next door, uh-huh. but has some of the biggest boobs. Yeah. Like her boobs are just on display. They were the raunchy, whole man. Movie. So there was the, no camera angle that did not get her there's massive. There's a point where she's in. dealing with Anubis in the land of the dead, and you see the CG character go like, <laughs> <laughs> "Damn!" So yeah. is, the, Shit. Is, is that main character that kid? Runs around. Kind like, of. His intrusion into the story is thankfully pretty pretty slight. Oh, and he's not as annoying as he could. Yeah. He's not like. Because in the trailer, is really annoying. All yes. the most annoying parts of him are in the trailer. Yep. So you've seen the worst of it already. He's, he's yeah. actually pretty useful, actually. It, like, he's not just like, oh, no, I'm slip sliding away. Yeah. Like, he actually is, for, he's like weirdly athletic and stuff. So he gets involved in the action mm-hmm. sequences. Um, it's just kind of weird of his involvement because. Uh, what's his name? Horace is like, I'm a god. And he's like, I'm just a little boy. And he's like, yeah, you're pretty good. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Makes There's, Horace look kind of like a piece of shit. That, that's a ripoff of Clash of the Titans. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the old course. story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've yes. never never saw Clash of the Titans. Well, I mean, like, that's the, it's just an old story. That's the, that's what happens. Is that the gods basically, like, they, they like this guy and they're yeah, going to yeah. use him. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the gods don't care for this guy. It's also a little weird, too, where they're like, um, when you're god, when you're king, I guess you just make rules. So, like, what's his name? Uh, Set, like, whatever, Gerard Butler takes over. He goes, from now on, if you want, if you if you die, you gotta pay money, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And so I'm like, poor. yeah, and then and um and then oh, there's shit. so there's one part where if something happens, the giant space worm comes in, so like the rules of the underworld are changed. And we're talk- I'm talking about the elevator scene. Mm-hmm. The little kid's fighting this bad guy. And the bad guy's like, "I'm ready to die," and he has like a suit on made of gold, and he goes, "I'm getting into like heaven," and then the guy, the kid, like 
first he like wraps a rope around his neck and like does like a lap around him a couple times and then he pushes him off and as he's dying he goes oh by the way the rules have changed the guy goes no <laughs> Wait, except, what? except if you think about it the <laughs> they heroes... summon the space worm so the afterlife <laughs> so did not so was not open anymore right. okay so that's the weird thing about this movie they it all makes sense they're it's <laughs> utterly it's utterly commercially designed right yeah it's supposed to be supposed to be palatable yeah, and really everybody. easy to swallow yeah but they're also hardcore <laughs> into staying true to Egyptian mythology. Really? So it's like, you know, there's the gods of Egypt, and then there is Ra, who is the sun, right. who fights off the night, right? The night comes every day to try and take the world mm -hmm. that he's created, mm -hmm. and he fights off the night. It's all like weird but they introduce, mythology But they introduce this in the middle of a conversation where they're talking with Ra, and he's like, wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. And then yeah. he just like backs up out boom, of the scene and boom. like like Super Saiyan's out, flies into space, shoots fireballs at this giant space nick that they have not introduced. And then he comes back and he's like, Whoa. All right, what were you talking about? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like that. But it's, it's like this weird, like, we're going to stay, it's very much based in the Egyptian mythology <laughs> kind of thing. So it's the balancing act of being utterly commercial and utter, utterly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, like, the bad guy wants to take over the world and the only way he can do that, because he's... Well, he he's, also wants to take over the underworld. That's the thing. He, he doesn't want to take over everything. everything. And never wants to die, so he kills death. And, and right. just so you know, the conversation that we had uh -huh. is, about as much, is about as much narrative that's contained in the movie. I, I imagine. We, we so summoned it up already. So that's basically it. And then you're watching, you're like, what? Oh, I mean, all right, there's a space worm, <laughs> and he's eating the Nile. That's, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, like, I, I can suspend my disbelief for a very long time. That, yeah, yeah. That doesn't bother me at all. But again, it's like, if... If the centerpiece of the film, the CG, is not good, but it's bad, it's speaking, across all of you, then why the fuck am I watching? Have movie? you ever watched uh, a f like anything that had bad CG but was still enjoyable? Well, yes, but again, there's something else there that like there's like a magic to the film, and it doesn't sound like this film has that. Oh, I will say this actually: hmm. the CGI is actually not that bad when you kind of like Transformers when you just kind of like you just lean back a yeah, little bit and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna let this happen. So like. When they're like, they're just fighting. Like yeah. the, the I'm, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's a cartoon. Now I'm watching a cartoon. Um, what was really bad was the matting and the green screen. Yeah. There's one part where little boy and girl are in a like, chariot. They're on a chariot, and oh, it's yeah. they're doing the thing like uh, where you're saying it the, looks like, like rear, rear projection. projection. Yeah. And they're and they're what? just like they're just like shaking in a, in a set <laughs> while there's a CG green screen behind them, and they're just like doing this while like. It, it looks like a scene from like yeah it's, 50s movie where they're in a car just kind of like that, bopping back and forth. That is a standout poor shot, but it is oh. it is like five seconds long. I want to railroad this conversation. Let's do an ad read. Oh, please, <laughs> please let's do an ad read. Oh. Is that a podcast first? Bruce is begging for an ad to, read. Get me to Again, the ads. I would never try and convince anyone no, that I, isn't I already interested to see this movie. Right. No, I know. But well, if you watch the trailer, you're like, well, that might be stupid and that might entertain me. Yeah. It probably will. Well, let I, me throw this out there. Okay. There is a movie you can watch. Are we doing this ad read or we not? are doing it? There's a movie you can watch for free, or rather, uh, for a 30-day trial, that actually has pretty fucking good CG. And it's called Laser Team! Oh, yeah. right. Produced by our company, Rooster Teeth, but it is part of YouTube Red or YouTube Red Originals. Um, we have, a, we have a, like a link down in chat you can click on to get a free 30-day trial. And after that, it's only $10 a month. And I know like a lot of people have this knee-jerk where it's free, why should I have to pay for it? Um, oh, for YouTube. Yeah, sorry, for YouTube in, in general. YouTube Red is phenomenal. It to, to me, it's uh, and I'm I'm saying this genuinely. Once they rolled it out, I was like, "Fuck yes!" I mean, granted, I was I was technically already paying for it, but to me, it's if you watch a lot of YouTube, it's on it's on par with a Netflix subscription. It's an incredible service to just like have no ads anywhere. And, and granted, if you're already using AdBlock, fine, but 
downloading shit to your phone, which, yes, there are workarounds for that, too, but to be able to do it just through the YouTube app yep. is great. Um, we just went to Austin, and we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, I had never really watched Ruby, which is, yeah, a bit of a sin on my part, but I finally started catching up on it on the plane, and it's a pretty fucking good show, too. But I was able to do that because I was just in the airport, like, God, what am I going to do on the plane? Oh, yeah, here's a show I need to watch. So I was just like, tap, 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 download all these. They did pretty quickly. Also, YouTube compression is pretty awesome, it so is. the files yeah, are really small. Um, I was even doing that with uh, AGDQ. There were like some games I hadn't seen, so I downloaded a two-hour Resident Evil 4 run-through and watched it on a plane, just on my phone. So there are a lot of freedoms with YouTube Red, and for 10 bucks a month, it's pretty great. Also, that money goes right to content creators. Uh, YouTube Red revenue is look pretty strong. Don't, um, don't forget about Google Play, man. There's Google Play, too. Yeah, you get... You get uh, Google Music. You get oh, Google, Google Music. Yeah. Google Play Music is what it, is the full... Right. So you guys were both right, technically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Google Play Music, um, if you're a music lover, I've used a lot of music services like Pandora and Spotify. And to me, Google Play Music is the most accurate way to like sum up what you like about a particular music and show you more of it. So what I, what always used to happen with Pandora is I would punch in some, I'd like punch in Pendulum because I like, I want drum and bass, I want big beat, I want these kinds of sounds. And eventually it would just go to Skrillex and I'm like, that is not at all where I started or what I wanted. But it was driven, it was driven by like likes instead of curators which actually understand the music and, and analyze what it's about. Google Play Music, uh, it's got a great recommendation engine. Um, Bruce and I have both found a lot of cool new music that way. Absolutely. What I really like is as every album and every band has a little blurb that you can just read and be like, this is the fourth studio album that followed this, here's what it means in like, the context of the band. And if you're really into music, it's a great way to learn. Um, so you get both for $10 a month. You yeah. YouTube Red and Google Play Music. Hmm. So it's... Uh, so just to summarize it again, you get ad-free YouTube videos, you know, ad block, but this is a legitimate way to do it and actually have money go to the creators who are making the things you enjoy. Uh, background listening, so if you're on your phone and you want to listen to like something like this or uh, maybe like a playlist of music videos you put together, you can do that. Just put your phone into sleep mode and it'll keep playing. Offline viewing, like we said, you can download videos right to your phone and just watch them whenever you want. And access to YouTube Red originals like Laser Team and more. Uh, you can watch PewDiePie get scared. That's right. I mean, man, they drilled it down. We want to see PewDiePie yell a lot, so let's throw spiders at him. Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but people say it's PewDiePie yelling, which is I, I, apparently I what people want. I yeah? Have you watched it? It's, it's, it's weird to see, like, a YouTuber in a... Like, like an up-produced Yeah, yeah like, thing. but it's a re still reality television, so it's, like, the yeah. scripted reality. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Well, if you, if you want to see the advent of a new kind of media, check it out. Uh, once more, there's a link in the description. It's a bit.ly, otherwise I'd say what it is. Uh, two zero X I never mind. Just uh, get look in that description. Click on that link again. Free thirty day trial. Again, you can try it out. See if you like it. And it's just ten bucks a month. After that, uh, you probably spend more than that on an expensive coffee drink. And it comes with Google Play Music. And it comes with Google Play Music, which I feel like yeah. If, if you're if you're a fan of music, can't be understated because yeah. I use it every day at work and yeah, I use it every single day. So uh, yeah, thanks for the sponsorship, YouTube Red, and um, mm -hmm. guess uh, we'll move on from there. Uh, I don't know if we ever told you guys, but Bruce and I went to the uh, premiere of Laser Team in Fiji. The only. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many people were in the theater? Uh, four. Cool. Now, this goes, this goes back to our discussion earlier of people just kind of showing up to the movie theater. Uh -huh. uh, there was a couple people that were like, so you were seeing fans? They went, who? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, what? No. I heard that there was a team of lasers. Yeah. yeah. Is there anyone watching the trailer? It's weird to think about living in like a paradise and still being like, I just want to go sit in a dark room for hours. <laughs> it's too much sunshine. Yeah. It was a it was a Thursday in the middle of the day. Yep. And that's what they were doing. 
They're going to watch Laser Team. What's the unemployment rate? Like, I'm sure it's not pretty good. 110. percent yeah, I'm sure it's not pretty good. So I guess we can. I'll, I'll throw around a quick survey of the room. What's what's the worst movie you've seen in a theater? Hmm. Uh, Batman and Robin. Oh boy, yeah. I walked out of it. Jeez. That's the only movie I've ever walked out of. There are movies I've wanted to walk out of but didn't because I had friends there. Da Vinci Code might be the worst film I've ever seen in a theater. Um, I, my mom made me walk out of Sam and Max, and we went and watched um, Wait, what, uh, which Mrs. One is Doubtfire instead. What's Sam and Max? Doesn't matter. I'm going to look it up. Um, I think maybe, maybe it was Sam and Max. Is there a mentally sure. handicapped character in that? It sounds like that Basically, yeah. It was like these two kids run away, and the other one of the kids, like they're like brothers, and the kid's like, uh, you're a, you're a government weapon, and then... Oh, yeah! It was bad. I don't think that's called Sam, Sam and Max. Sam and Max is, Max is the LucasArts. Oh, yeah, point. sorry. I do remember seeing a trailer for that in front of a shitty kids movie that I wanted yeah. to watch. It's, it's a utterly forgetful movie of the 90s, so... Damn it. Ooh, because there are ghosts! Yeah, well, there's well, a rapist. Was, she, yeah, yeah, she was getting sleepy. Oh, that's why. She got, she got fed opioids before she walked <laughs> oh, into yeah. the theater. You're a nice looking kid. I actually watched, I have a funny story about Ghost Dad. Uh, no. They're all funny stories. I was walking through a mall and I was with my mom and dad and they were volunteer. Basically they were like one of those, like sign up for a free movie for Ghost Dad. But they, uh, but they had it right then. So like, come and watch Ghost Dad. It's Bill Cosby. And my dad was like, I like Bill Cosby. So we all walked in to watch Ghost Dad and we all walked out. Wait, what? And we, we all looked like ghosts. That doesn't look right. It was terrible. Ghost Dad was Don't do it. Horrible. Stop it. Stop no, no, I'm not trying to look at those. I'm just I trying was... to get him to float down the river. Yeah, he's he's floating it's, on the water. It's not going to work. You killed Jesus. You killed prehistoric I mean, Jesus. He's just kind of floating around him. Nobody paid attention to my Ghost Dad story. I did. I did. That's fine. Every second of... uh, my dad was innately suspicious of any stranger that said anything to him. So every time anyone approached us to say, hey, here's a free movie, he was like, no! And then just like stared right ahead and didn't make eye contact and shuffled away. I mean, in your dad's defense... You probably wouldn't have gotten much. Could have seen Ghost Dad. You might, yeah, you might have seen Ghost Dad for free. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, real Dad. Didn't see Ghost Dad. You're better off. I would have yeah. liked Ghost Dad more. Better Ghost Father. I like Ghost Dad. I like that the title of the movie is just Ghost Dad. <laughs> they didn't even bother for something clever. The 90s Ghost were, Dad. it was a brilliant time. I mean, that's kind of my question with like Gods of Egypt, where it's like, what was that meeting like? Where they're like, yeah. like what, what computer did Hollywood executive man uh, punch in and go, Egypt's hot right now. No, well, it's not. It's weird. I like, can, literally, uh, yes. Temperature-wise, I can see the writing on the hot place. But. I, I can see that that going like, so you have the director of Dark City there, and he's like, I have this crazy idea. It's going to be this huge visual showcase, action, uh, huge buff dudes fighting each other. Uh, I just need a lot of money and a lot of sound stages, and we'll, we'll put this together. I got it all in my head, no problem. Mm -hmm. And... I guess if, if you're maybe not, if you don't really have a good barometer on what works or like you, you're looking, okay, this, the superhero stuff's blowing up. There's got to be something superhero periphery that we can make some money on. So let's get Gerard Butler and some, some leather spandex and let's go out there and make a crazy ass CG spectacle showcase that's kind of like Avengers, but just not really. And it's so weird. I don't, I mean, honestly, like they've already done, the weird thing is they already have failures out there to show that that's a bad idea. So they've already done the Universal Monster Avengers thing with I Frankenstein yeah. and Dracula Untold. And Except then, those and were those, not even remotely original. Kids are hot those, for Egypt right those, now. Those failed, and then and then the studio should have reeled back. And I'm not encouraging this because I like when they experiment. Otherwise, we're just going to get Marvel movies for the rest of our lives. There's also Victor Frankenstein. But, but when you when you do these things, I don't I don't understand it. 
those things you, you were just saying right now, it seems like no sensible it's, studio executive should have been like. It's not sound logic. Okay, here's my $140 million. Oh, Go. wait. <laughs> who, who produced that film? Let's check it out. Well, it was the, a Summit the, Entertainment. Lawrence, the, the, yeah. here's, here's, the, here's kind of the weird thing about this is that the only credit I can give to this movie is that they were trying to establish a trend. So, like, because yeah. honestly, like, I think they, like, Clash of the Titans didn't start a trend, but it did start sort of a, like, people liked the movie and it did well. Yeah. And they're like, well, well maybe like, we can start a new Clash of the Titans trend with Gods of Egypt. That was like seven years ago. I was going to say, what, what it seems more to me, that, well, that would be good. To start again. That would be good. I think that they were just way behind. Yeah. yeah. On, really? oh, I think, really? think I think so? that they probably wow. wanted this movie to come out around the time of Wrath of the Titans. So either they were way behind, I think they were way or behind. they were way ahead. Just based off the movie, I think they were way behind. Uh, you know what? You so might be right. We I as a people so. just are not ready for Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Uh, the, I think China might enjoy it though. The the casting of Gerard Butler is if, if kind of an indicator of that. Well, I, I imagine like, that's one of those like him signing on is what got the movie bankrolled in the first place. Probably, he's one yeah. of those names. It's like if you didn't have a Gerard Butler or a Co- not Carl or Brown. Jeffrey Rush, yeah, Macaulay or Jeffrey Culkin. Rush, a Macaulay Culkin. If if you didn't have like I imagine when when they were pitching the film, and they're like, we're gonna get The Rock, and mm, yeah. and and then like foreign producers are salivating like <laughs> The Rock. Every movie he's in makes money, and mm. then they contact him and he's like, mm, nah. So they're like, shit. What's the, what's the next? producer gold we can find and they're just like bouncing down the list not not to imply that uh, Gerard Butler's lower on the list than The Rock just in terms of bankability he probably he's, is right he's, now, yeah, probably. he's he's by far and this isn't diminishing everyone else because Jamie Lannister was fine yeah. I felt kind of bad Nicolaj I had to look seemed, up his name because I feel bad like we're calling was, him Jamie he was trying pretty hard and I think you can see the optimism in his eyes that oh. he's like well, he was also like, kind of playing he was playing a this, deadpan character yeah too. I hope this puts me into a position to do Nicolas Coster Waldau yeah. but but Gerard Butler is like steals every single scene that he's in no matter how villainous or charming or whatever he is he 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 does a pretty good job with what he had he makes it fun and like Lawrence said he even in his fight choreography he is exciting you know. He sells it a lot more. Yeah. He's he's a he's a regular Jason Statham. Sure. Uh, sure, yeah. Somebody watches a lot of shitty action movies. There's a there's a subtle difference between people who sell action poorly on film and um, people that sell it well. It's it's a weird thing for me to be any even a sliver of judgmental of, but like because I do it. But um, Gerard Butler talks out of the side of his mouth a lot. Yeah, you're right. So he's oh, always yeah, like, yeah. "All right, brother." And I'm like, <laughs> it's like it always throws me off guard a little bit. It makes him look cooler though. It's got that Stallone effect. I guess. I, I, I like Gerard Butler. Oh, speaking of, the man. Whole time please, I was, please, please let us talk about Yeah, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about London Award has fallen. Fuck me. I was going to say the whole time I was thinking, I really want to watch 300 again. I want to watch London has fallen. I'm ready for that. Okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, you know what the slogan is on the Mr. Award? Bloody hell. Welcome to bloody hell. Yeah, it's welcome to bloody hell. Fuck yeah. He's That's gonna, actually pretty clever. Dude, I'm gonna be honest and Olympus has fallen. He stabbed a dude through the bottom of his chin up into his brain. Come on, that's been done a hundred times. I don't care! It was cool in the movie! It's been so many it was cool in the movie! Hot fuzz, come on. Also, man. if you, uh... Well, no, that just went out of its mouth. I know, but the, this was more creative. Yeah, it was, way actually. Way more creative. No, I'm... So, what's funny is if you watch Olympus Has Fallen, not that you have to, but it does beat for beat follow Die Hard, down to the point where him and the villain have a conversation over the phone, sure. or, or, like, over earpiece at some point before they even meet each I, other. I've it's, seen that part. Yeah, it's... Well, okay, so here's my thing with I'm going to fuck you up! <laughs> my, my thing with the movie this remakes... stupid. I'm okay if someone wants to make a movie that's like Point Break. Just call it Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? Like, don't just remake the same movie and use the same name. Well, don't call it Point Break. Surely you understand from a marketing exists. perspective why that happens. Oh, no, right? I understand why. Believe me. Yeah. I, I'm not in the... I'm, You're not some, happy about it. I'm just... Yeah, exactly. That's a, sort of my complaint. Like, I'd rather someone 
take a, a different take on it. Well, here's try a, something different. Let me uh, let me challenge you a bit, Adam. Let's say let's say you're a say you're a burgeoning director. You got you got all the all the good ideas and all the good good intentions in the world. You got your script, you got your screenplay, everything's good. And a producer comes to you and says, "Hey, uh, you can make this movie. We can get money for you right now if you make it a Die Hard 7. Sure, I, under, I understand. You that's that's why it. the new Cloverfield exists. Because I would have I would have gone down. Oh, new Cloverfield. Need the tool. The new Cloverfield, Cloverfield. is not a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, it was. J.J. Abrams said that the monster isn't in it. Really? Yeah. He but said it's not but the room it. shakes. Ah. Well, you're gonna get fucked by that deer, caribou, whatever it is, elk. The monster's not in the movie? Yeah, he said it's not in the movie. No, it, it seemed like a close set, like low budget. I mean, J.J. Abrams is horror lied suspension. About spoilers before. Oh, that's a good point. It's okay. not con. It have to be in the movie. Oh, it's but con. But he said it's not in the movie. It have to be. Uh, so what happened? I uh, there was someone um, take take this with a grain of salt, but it was a commenter in the Reddit thread where Cloverfield Ten Lane or whatever was revealed. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Shut yeah. up. Um, I'm so just, I'm for just, the, for the sake of the audience? I was just being, it was a funny comedic riff. Oh, you um, got me. That's all. Zing. I yeah. laughed. I'm going to cry later. Yeah, you're, you're the victim of my... We're getting back anyway, to sorry. it. So someone said, oh, I saw this movie like a year ago and it was not called Cloverfield and there was no Cloverfield monster. Um, what it looks like they did was they did some reshoots and just said like, oh, we can market this as Cloverfield if we just change X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Yeah. And that makes sense. I'm okay with that because now people are suddenly interested. That movie was called, I don't know, Bunker Madness. You'd be like, uh, Safe House 3. I don't know. Hold on. You got Safe me. Or it's Safe Room, whatever. Safe room I'm still waiting for a movie to do that where it's called Safe Room 4, but Safe Room 1 through 3 never came out. You just got to look at really bad Bollywood films, man. They do that stuff all the time. That's smart. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, oh, but, so what I like to do, um, I like, well, on these weekends, I like to balance it out. I like a little, like a little hot and cold. I also saw The Witch, which is pretty good. You I guys, I saw it. Yeah? What'd you think? Adam wasn't crazy about it. I wasn't um, crazy either, to be honest. After I had a couple of days to think about it. Oh, go ahead. Tell me what you thought, but uh, I'll tell you what I thought. Um, I, I wish they'd cut the last two minutes out of the film. The Witch. Hmm. Um, oh. So there, there's a part where shit goes down, and the main character just kind of stumbles back into this... So I guess let's let's back it up a little bit. Premise is it's it's like colonial America. Dude gets tossed out of his uh, out of his village for being too much of a zealot or a weirdo or whatever. They never really explain that. Uh, they do a little bit, but I'm all like it's also in the part of the film where you're trying to acclimate your ears to old ass English. So maybe grab every fourth word or so. It's like an in Inception, how they had Ken Watanabe do a lot of the exactly. exposition. You're like in a helicopter, Ken <laughs> Watanabe. Okay. Okay. But so you know that beat doesn't really doesn't really matter too much. But the framing is, this family is by themselves out in the American wilderness, and and shit starts getting weird. So, shit, I see him. Shit got very weird. Uh, and there's a part where the main character stumbles back into their shitty ass colonial house. She puts her head down on the table. Cut to black. And I was like, fuck, that's a good place to end this movie. Please let me see some credits. And then it comes back up for like another two and a half minutes of, of like let's explain everything to everybody. And I was like, damn it, why? Horror movies are supposed to leave a few open ends. It's supposed to unsettle you. That's the point. Or it's suspense or whatever you want to call this. So there's that. Um, I thought the rest of it was good. It was well shot. Uh, there, were, there was a lot of interior-exterior shots that were pretty good, just from a directing standpoint. They use mostly natural light. Yeah, kind of cool. that's the big thing. There's like some candlelight shots that are, that are really good because it is natural light. Um, and again, I've, I've mused this a few times, but it does seem like if you're a burgeoning director, you do horror to prove you can get good shots. And then... Once you prove your cinematography, then you start to get more developed scripts. And they also cast two people from Game of Thrones. They did. Yeah, one of them was um, I, I want to say it was um, what's his face is uh, the Iron Banner dudes. Um, not Iron Banner. What is it? The Theon. 
the, you know Theon's you know Theon's clan. Oh, those yeah. people like he like invades the Greyjoys. Yeah, yeah, the Greyjoys. That, sorry, that's what it is. Um, they it's one of the guys who's like the invader. They just gave him a beard, but he has a really distinct voice. He has a really good voice, but yeah, he has a great voice. But when there's a lot of like this thou which the I, you're like, huh? What? Mm, like it yeah. needed subtitles, honestly. Like it was very hard to understand. And I got close. I got, yeah. And then Liza uh, Aaron was in there as well. She was the mom. She's the the one who's like tit sucking the uh, the little ba baby boy oh, who's okay. eight years old. Yes. Oh, her oh, her oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ugly one. See, the yeah. Airy. Yeah, the ugly yeah. one. Um, she's in it and she plays like an she's ugly mother, uh, pretty well. She's not that ugly. Well, and she then, was in Game of Thrones. And the, uh, the main girl's name was Thomason, which I thought was kind of a cool name. Yeah. But it was just a lot of these and thous and thats and oof. That was a CG. <laughs> Very little. Non-existent? Yeah. The, the problem yeah, was... There was probably some digital touch-up of shots and stuff, but here, here, it's, it's not like there was a CG witch flying around on a broom. Here's my warning for you for the witch. <laughs> don't don't watch it if you're looking for a, a spookathon. If you're looking to, it's like... It's yeah. disturbing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's way... It's, it's way more about more, mood and tone and, and yeah. build. It, I guess it, it is a... I guess like Gods of Egypt, someone was like, because oh, here's okay, here's the thing this. that really ready got for me. this oh comparison. Gosh. This, I want, really want to talk these, about. Well, no, no, it was oh, someone, Academy Awards. Well, no, this, this was the, the witch is not bad. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just not great. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I thought it was very good. Great movie. There. I thought it was a solid movie. Here, here is the thing. At the very end, at the end of the whole movie, a line comes up and goes. This movie was based on uh. folklore that existed at this time, and that's how they talked. And I was like. That was defensive. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was, their terrible dialogue. And it was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. You got my money. Oh, interesting. I, di I didn't think that that was the point of that line. That's I thought totally it was supposed expensive. to drive home a little bit that, no, this this was actual folklore, and you, you just saw something that was pretty legitimately pulled from sure. the pages of history. And it, it takes place like 60 years before the Salem witch trials, which is kind of interesting. So it's like, hmm. witches were still kind of new and like what they were, and it's, it is like a sort of like just small, weird little things happening, but it, it is a long Is it better than the village? Yes. And and it's it's so oh come wow, on it's it's better I, than the village. I didn't expect that. Village answer. is a bad. Going back to bad movies that you saw in theaters, Village is a bad movie. Those, that's a great comparison it's though. It is it is Step essentially. Not that hot in that though. Um, I was I think I was just more interested in the village because I was like seeing it for the first time and not knowing that there was a. I mean obviously there's a twist, but like being like watching and be like, what is going on? What is all this? this is interesting. Whereas the witch, I was just like. Okay. Yep. Uh, Man. Man, let's I, keep going. I've told this story before, but when that, that first trailer for the Village came out, I was sitting. I was sitting in a theater with a bunch of friends, and I went. <laughs> legs crossed. I went. I was looking up the screen. And I went. It's modern times around there, and everyone's just kind of in this area that's not that they they're pretending like it's olden. Sure. And then the movie came out like six months later, and I was with at least half of that same group. And then when the reveal happened, they all just like looked at me because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, there was a part in the village that I thought was interesting, where I forget who it is, but like basically there's there's one part where William Hurt is like explaining goes, he's like, yeah, we we dressed up as the monsters, blah blah. But some say that there is something out there, and then you see the creature walking around, like, "Oh shit, double twist!" Yeah. And then it ended up just and being it a, that it wasn't a double it wasn't twist. a double twist. Which I was I like, thought, I actually that was I thought the movie hinged on that. Yeah, I, I thought that if there had if there had been a double twist, I would have been back in, baby. I was I was hoping for M Night Shyamalan to be sitting behind um, James when he started talking in the movie <laughs> theater, and then slap him and go, "Shut ah! your mouth!" Yeah. I knew you would say that, but he's not that smart. So no, sorry, not. James is smarter than M Night Shyamalan. No, as smart, I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, I, hold on. He's directed a lot of movies, made a lot of money. Avatar: Last Airbender. I couldn't do that. Oh God! Not as hard as I tried. Man, I tried watching that on Netflix, and I, I try to not distract myself during a film. Oh boy! Like I, I, I really try to just let it take it all in, 
And I got about 10 minutes into Avatar, and I started getting up and pacing around the apartment. Like, I was trying to find something to do. So there's a there's a point, uh, you know, where I was I was paid to watch movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Mastering House. And, um, and so that movie came in, and I could have just – I was just on the clock. And I could have just watched it, and I started it. And then at a certain point, I just turned it off. Wait <laughs> <laughs> out the rest of my shift. You just stare at the wall instead. <laughs> I probably put on something That's else, fine. but I, I, just, I was like, all right, I'm done. I think you probably rightly judge no one would get further than you got in the movie. So if there were a problem, nobody would have found yeah. it anyway. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, is speaking, it time to do another ad read? It is, actually. Um, speak, speaking of adversarial encounters, and I'm working on it. Uh, this podcast is... Which is fine. This podcast is also sponsored by uh, Loot Crate. Uh, every month they, have, they send out a box full of nerd culture uh, apparel, gadgets, toys, just all kinds of uh, crazy good stuff. Uh, this month's theme is Versus, celebrating some of the greatest rivalries in pop culture. The Dark Knight versus the Man of Steel, Alien versus Predator, Spock versus Mirror Universe Spock. That's when he has a goatee. I remember. Everyone's seen Mirror Mirror. Uh, Daredevil versus Punisher? I didn't know that they were... Are they, are they oh, strictly yeah. villains? Well, I mean, that's in the, season they're two. The same, they're in the same universe. Yeah. Or same because, city. because the Daredevil is the good version. I thought it was Daredevil and Kingpin. Oh, that Punisher. makes sense. Okay, I can, I can buy that. Uh, Harley Quinn versus everyone. Okay, that's, okay sure. Got to cram Harley Quinn in there somewhere. Um, their exclusive item includes something you can display, something you can wear, and something you can use. So, kind of like a weird nerd wedding. Um, and don't forget our tea and loot pin. I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, but at any rate, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to sign up for this particular month's crate. And after that, they'll switch over to the next one. So, please go to lootcratecom soup and use our code DUDESOUP to save $3 off new subscriptions. Thanks again for your subscription, Loot Crate. Um... Anyway, so what did I say? They buy they should, box. they should subscribe to us. Oh, yeah. Well, do we have a box? That yeah. We, uh, we should do a Funhouse box through Loot. Yeah, you know what? How, absolutely what should. would we put in it? Uh, a, bunch of a bunch of condoms. Yeah. Condoms. A, a cam recording of Gods of Egypt that I filmed on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's on a USB stick. And then <laughs> bootleg Gods is, of Egypt. This is basically a movie dude too. Should we talk about the Academy Awards, which I didn't watch? I didn't watch it either. I didn't watch it either. I was watching Gods of Egypt. Yeah, I was too busy watching Gods of Egypt. Fuck it. I wasn't even doing that. Here's, well, okay, I'm glad you said that so we can put... My my thing with award shows in general, I get it, it's the Oscars, it's the big one. Why do you care? Why do you care? Like, why why is it that, why is that the show that you go, this is the one? This is the one that means it, because then... There's a Spirit Award. There's an Emmy. There's a Grammy. There's a. Well, it's like the Dice Hugo, Awards for video games. If you're if you're just into movies, the, I guess. But then but that's no, what Lady Gaga no, performs. That, into that, I know it's all the politics of it's it. Utterly offensive. I think that's the, the biggest thing. House. I think it's important Academy, to know the 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 landscape, uh, even if that includes it's, bullshit it's, awards. It's creativity, so it's utter. It's totally subjective, oh, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, it's totally yeah. subjective. But that being said, I'm not into sports. But boy, oh boy, do I appreciate the Super Bowl more than I appreciate the Academy Awards hmm. because the best team wins. Okay, all right, I see right. What you're the saying. team that scores more points and plays better wins that game, and they did well enough throughout the season to reach that game. Thus, they are considered the best team. Good. Oh, every single year, you're just looking at the winners, and you're like. Mad Max cleaned up, apparently. No, what? that's no, the, my biggest point. Mad Max won almost every single technical award. Every aspect of filmmaking, except for except for best picture. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. And best directing. I remember who having. Who do you think hired the fucking cinematographer and the editor who like and and the sound designer and the production designer who made that movie? The fucking directors and producers are the ones who got that team together to make this movie that you thought was so worthy but, of acclaim that you would give it every technical award, but not say the best. But picture. that's the thing. It's not a sport. Yeah, no, that's you... the thing. It what ha- ends up happening is 
having done award shows and seeing this, yeah. you don't want to front load one guy because it's always well, happening. Yeah. All the awards. I remember. I remember that exact conversation right. you're talking about. But, yep. but well, that's why it doesn't make any sense. Well, because, no, no, I, I agree you're, with you. You're giving out all the pieces of that award. Objectively, it doesn't make sense. Well, it's like it's like you're assembling the scarab from Aladdin. Yeah. Except well, that, except that it goes to someone else. Yeah. And the, I mean, in the same, in the same, what, you know, what in conversations that I may or may not have been privy to at some point in my life, um, essentially the conversation goes down to, well, we can't give everything to this, even though mathematically it probably should get it. Also, fundamentally, you're looking at a giant party that you just want everyone you want to network with in one room. So you throw this giant bash to get them all together, and handing out the awards almost becomes but secondary. That's not even that. how the Academy Awards work. There's uh, ballots that go out to just a bunch of yeah, random people, people who yeah, but they're still dues, they're still and then, there, and you still get to schmooze up next to them when they're kind of yeah, drunk in the after party. Academy Award voters are not there. No, no, I didn't mean that. No, no, like no. I'm just saying it would make more sense if a small committee of 12 people got together picked, picked and they picked all the winners, yeah. and they are they are considered in our society they're like Supreme Court justices. Right, right. There are there are movie people. And, every, and maybe every year they pick 12 new people and they do that. That would make more sense because then they would do those kinds of political decisions and it would make more sense when you looked at the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. What this is, is a bunch of people going, I saw Mad Max, I really liked it. I don't feel comfortable giving a movie about racing through a desert, best picture or best directing, but I'll give it all those other little shitty awards that we think don't matter, but actually just point out how hip hypocritical we are well right it's, it's like the lord of the rings thing we can't give you any of these words now but you just wait to the end and it's like what the what the fuck well, like it's, it's kind of interesting because sometimes it's exactly the opposite sometimes like mad max should have won best picture but then they wouldn't have given it all the technical awards. which doesn't make any sense no no it doesn't I, I mean, if, like, if you're smart what you do is you go oh i thought mad max had best editing but i really like the production design of spotlight or bridge of spies right. or like oh like you you mix it around the, the reason it ended with all the technical awards going to Mad Max and then just not those other big ticks is you're literally watching some person who hasn't seen all those movies yeah. vote, like put little check marks in the card that arrived in their mailbox like mm -hmm. three days ago and they're like, oh shit, the deadline's today. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's what you're watching and that's so frustrating. I just wish that we could just have 12 people. So what is, what is how does voting for those awards work? Because I, I genuinely don't know. If you were There's like within, thousands of people that are like members of SAG and yeah, things yeah. like that, that that literally send in ballots. Members of, screeners of film ballots. guilds and what have you are yeah. considered members of the Academy. Gotcha. And then they send out screeners that nobody watches. And then they send out, then they send out basically a ballot of the nominees, which are the finalists, and then those those move on. Because you can also nominate anything, basically. This those is, are There's is, a first voting and a second So you're saying Laser Team got shafted. Well, laser All day. Could have written it in. Well, this, is, this is sort of my feeling, the same way I feel about, like, any time oh, people are like, uh, going, shot, oh, yeah. no, the, 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 the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. I'm like, that guy's still driving away in a Lamborghini, and I'm not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I, so when they're like, Leo didn't win awards, like, He's banging a supermodel, and oh, yeah. he's a millionaire. He doesn't care. He, like, I was going to say, like, poor Leo. He doesn't have a golden statue. Like, fuck it. Who cares a shit? Like, but really? One of the greatest American actors of this uh, generation. Uh, uh, Good. I, I want I, that trophy, though. I agree. I agree. I agree with Adam. I, I mean, obviously, an Academy Award can mean the difference between... We wouldn't have The Revenant if he didn't win an Academy Award the year before. 
right? So like, it's true. Like, the, it does affect certain people's careers. Yeah. Other people, it, like when Scorsese won it for Departed, it didn't right. fucking matter. Yeah, no, no. Like he could have thrown it in the trash right away. It wouldn't have affected his career one way or the other. Right. But it almost is more. Those awards shows are almost more valuable to the fans of the medium than they are to the participants yeah. of the show. Well, that's it's a spectacle. They, that's why they do a show. I know. That's why Lady that's Gaga why performs. What does she have to do yeah. with it? That's what she's an American Horror Story. Song. Well, I mean, well, what does that have to do with, with again, film? But, well, I mean, she like, had an original song for a movie, which she was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, there's, there's a whole other subculture <laughs> that we're not. There's a whole other subculture we're not That's talking about, which is the. I mean, like basically just the celebrity culture. Yeah. And people want to see what everybody's. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's maintaining that absolutely. a little bit. Yeah. It, this is it's for it, honestly it's for us. It's it's not necessarily for the actors and directors and producers. I was in the. No, yeah. That's what's kind of interesting about this show, and. And it's, I'm not saying I'm actually saying that from a different point of view. Ooh, that I, bear. I never wa- I used to watch the Oscars every that year. Bear's gonna yeah. fuck you I up. I loved Adam. watching the Oscars, and the more that I got <gasps> into show business, you gotcha. The more I didn't want to watch it. Anymore. Yep, I agree. So. The more the more you're you, I think because like I said, creativity is utterly subjective. But then there's some stuff that isn't so subjective. Yeah. Like you can see the difference there. Like determining the best actor s- seems really silly. But sometimes you can comparatively. I basically go, who kept me in the movie better? Yeah. Who kept me involved? Sure. And, like, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was good in The Revenant, but it's not. It's by far not his best performance that he's ever done in a film. And in that same movie, Tom Hardy steals the show. Yeah. Like, Tom Hardy is infinitely better. He's a great supporting actor. That being said, mm. um, that being said, Sylvester Stallone just makes Creed. Yeah. He yeah. just blows that movie out of the water. Michael B. Jordan was even really good, too, and he wasn't even nominated. Yeah. So, like, you know, different things like that are just like, ah, it makes you want to pull your hair well, out. All the things you're saying are subjective. No, I know. So, I mean, like, you know, those are that's your opinion. I know. And there I, are lots of people that have different opinions that could argue with you one way or the other. I know. It, know. It's the problem with subjective opinions is that I think you could probably take a microscope to it and maybe determine we could at some point. Everyone's logic is going to be so yeah, different, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way you could ever figure Boy. it out. I've, I've been in, I've been in, I've been in discussions where I have presented the most logical reason, like mathematical. This is why this should win and this should not. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, but I had a ham sandwich, so I want this one. And yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> and that they have a vote, just like everybody else. That's that's America, baby. Yeah, that's I, I, I totally understand how that work works. That's why I want. 12 dudes. But then who decides the 12, 12 dudes? 12, uh, 12 people, six women, six men, yeah. whatever. Maybe a dog. Something. Yeah, <laughs> throw a dog in there, and then yeah. it's their responsibility. A mind-reading dolphin. Yeah, maybe we just put some red paint on a duck, and yeah. we throw that duck, and where it lands, uh, whatever, Leonardo DiCaprio gets an award and memes and dumb shit. Yeah, all the memes are dead. <sighs> it's a brave new world of memes out there. I guess. They'll just find a new one, man. That's not how memes work. Yeah, yeah. David? Daniel? I fucked it up. Daniel. I don't know what it is, though. I've not seen the video. I have no idea. That's fine. It's, it's already over. They were on Ellen. Some dude got 10 grand for his friend having a funny voice. That is the state of the world we're in right now. It's okay. fine. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I do need Lawrence by my side. We were in San Francisco. We can talk about that now? It's the first. Is that the embargo? Yeah, yeah. I mean... We could have said we were there regardless. Oh, okay, yeah. We, we just can't to, show anything. Went to this Microsoft I mean, event. We can now. But. Uh, okay, good, yeah. We're working on the video now. Oh, well, you're getting magic. You're getting... Whoa. He's, uh, la, 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 la. We're best friends Far, now. We're watching Far Cry Primal. Yeah. He's oh. getting his hand cut He's getting his primal lights. magic. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I think that now I can control a bird. What um, were you going to say? Oh, I was saying we were traveling. We're at Memes, this Microsoft baby. event. We're just like checking out a few games or whatever. Um, and then Lawrence was trying to explain to me the damn Daniel thing, which I'm like, okay, I get it. It's a fad or it's a, it's a meme. It's a thing that will come and go, whatever. But I do need Lawrence to explain to me what's cool for 12-year-olds. And that does make me a little unsettled, but that's fine. 
Why? Because you're asking Lawrence to explain it to you? Or, that or because knows. you don't know? Or that I think Lawrence that knows. Lawrence is just so in tune with children. No. I, I instead have made it my goal to try and stay, stay on top of those things. Because it's, it's the cycle I've seen happen. Where you get older, you kind of gravitate towards the familiar. You don't go out of your way to see dumbass, stupid bullshit like damn Daniel. And then what happens is, first of all, you become disconnected. Then you become resentful. Then you become wholly old. Which is you just sitting, experiencing the same thing that you grew up with because it's familiar, not weird, oh, and sure. new. So I go out of my way to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone into dumbass, stupid 12-year-old bullshit. Should, that, that's one of the reasons why I still listen to the radio. Because, <laughs> because I really like listening to the radio, and I really like listening to what it, people are actually... Like, oh, you what? mean in terms of pop music? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. about to say, nobody's listening to the radio anymore. I, uh, no, no, I know that. But I mean, at the same time, all, all of pop music is determined by the radio. That is true. I, uh, well, I I'm wondering when that's going to change. I started reading a uh, comic last night um, called Private Eye, <laughs> and it takes place in the future where everyone has, like, you know aliases for themselves or it's basically like the internet only in real life you can wear a mask which is your avatar mm -hmm. and you basically have a hidden persona and people's actual like names and address and stuff like that is super private like super super private and like a punishment if you go to jail you basically are a wristband which means you can't wear a mask you can't conceal your identity and so everyone knows who you are hmm. um, but the cool thing about it is it takes place in the future and there's an older character in it who is like the grandfather, but he's like one of us. He's basically like what one of us would okay. be right. in the time for when we're a grandfather. And so, like, he one, he's an old man, but he has tattoo sleeves. Oh, geez. You know, like, because he's like, got tattoos and everything like right. that. And septum he's piercing. He's talking about, uh, ba yeah, like, he, he's, he's basically talking about. I used to work like, at a Starbucks. He's trying to get his iPhone to still work. He's Aww. talking about how, like, what the fuck is wrong with people these days? Oh. Like, right. he's like, he's like an angry, old, out of touch man, except that he was a technologically, super, at the time, at superior, yeah. outcasty right. type. Well, that's, like, what, that's what everybody was. When that's they were how it goes. 18. It's a really cool element that, I, that when I first saw that in the oh. book, I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's why you guys got to stay up on these dank memes. Yeah. Snapchat. Do we, oh. I need to start a Snapchat. You want me to teach You're you how to Snapchat? Chris is on Instagram, and that's enough. But what about Snapchat? Snapchat sucks. I never did Snapchat or Periscope. None, none of you are bored enough to want to use Snapchat. That's the problem. I just can't do it. It's for bored. It's for no, bored no. teens. Twitter's fine. I think Elisa's Snapchat. Anything. Elisa, do you have Snapchat? <laughs> yeah, we're getting old. And it's so it's actually gotten a lot better. Uh, when Snapchat oh, really? first launched, yeah, when Snapchat first launched, the user interface was. Terrible, and there were all these confusing shapes that didn't mean anything, and you would just tap one of them to figure out what it did, and then suddenly there's just like a picture of your dumbass face, and maybe oh, that's what all the snaps I'm getting. This is old man. This is like, yeah. this is, you know. But no, 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 no. The that difference is, old man three old man. dots now means settings. Yeah. And that's backwards hint. triangle, like like circle means home. The down arrow means I post. Remember, your square means something else. Explaining these things to my parents. Yeah. Uh, no, that is old man, but I. Like, I really wanted to quit and say, fuck it, I'm not doing this, but, you know, that's that's how it starts. So I made myself learn it, and, like, post a accidentally posted some snaps to my story, not to my friends. Like, it's, it's all different. I don't know. What's he talking about? But I got, to, I got there eventually. Hey, I got there eventually. I got there eventually. You're there. The other, well, the other the problem is... The thing is, now is that you've conquered it, you're allowed to complain conquer. about no it. No way. No way conquer. I mean, I, I, know, I know how to use it, but I wouldn't say I'm good at Snapchat or know what the... I know people in their 40s who use it, and they, like, yeah. love it, and they're I like, I need to snap, snap right my now. story. I'll snap like, right now! All right. I guess this is this is my problem with Snapchat. This is just my only one problem. And this is when our personal story, whenever we go to a convention or something, we get a picture of people. Oh yeah. Uh, typically, and they'll they'll take a photo. And people have been using Snapchat lately. Yep. And I think James and I ran into a guy who goes, 
Oh my god, can I retake the photo? Snapchat deleted it because that's what it does. And I was like, just use your camera, there's, man. Just there, well, there's there have been people where we'll like take pay and they'll hand the phone to someone, they'll hand the phone to someone else, and the person will go, "This is Snapchat. Yeah. You sure you want that?" And they're like, "Oh no, no, no! It's because of like the default to do." Though there's cool stuff too, where like people will have take a picture and then you can write on the picture. Yeah, yeah like the so sure. like they'll have like a signature or something. Like they'll meet someone famous caption. and they'll like take yeah. a picture of them and then cool have that person sign it. You can you can save photos from the Snapchat application, but if you tap any. Any button other than the save it forever button, it goes away immediately. Or it posts your story and then you have to screenshot it. So there's that. And then there's also that one feature where they're like, like, oh, what if I send a dick pic? Like, oh, it will let you know if someone screenshots it. I'm like, yeah. But then they have it. Like, yeah, yep. but you know they do. Yeah, but like, you know they do. Oh. But my dick's out there? Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start a Snapchat. Okay. Do it, Bruce. I still haven't gotten a single dick. I've I'm, gotten people, because I've complained about it before, and people have sent me. The lack of dicks? Jokey dicks. Like, here's my index finger coming I'm out of my pants. Real dicks. I don't want that. Uh, be over don't, 18. Don't no, no, don't send real, don't, don't, don't send real ducks to dicks no. to Lawrence. Yeah, don't send me child porn, please. Uh, over 18 dicks, you know, do what no. you do. But How do you know that they're over 18? They have to have a picture of their ID. Because when I'm in prison and there's, they're telling me that person was 15 and you stared right at their penis, I'm like, oh, fuck. That's how you know. I understand you're a father. Uh, Alright, we're done. I don't get we it. Did it. That's an interesting way to go out, we but hey. Man, we didn't even talk about, we didn't even talk about our Austin adventures. Fuck me. Should have done that instead. I tripped over a trash can in public. I wanted to talk about how drunk you were. I was pretty drunk. Is this Friday night? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I ended up watching Hitman, Agent 47. At God, Jeff's you had house. such a better evening. It was fun. I, I made two friends who who made sure I could sit and then proceeded to ignore me. You, is this people this is we know? After or, I tripped over the trash can. Or these strangers in Austin? They were strangers. Every single time we go to Austin, you meet strangers. Because I go out and drink that. and talk to people. What was it? Turbo and Turbo and no, Chad it, or whatever? It was... God, what, bl no. Well, fuck, what was his name? He was he was straight up Matthew McConaughey type, down to wearing a headband. A Cable. That was cable. his name. Cable. <laughs> his name's Cable. Yeah, his name was Cable. He introduced himself as Cable, and then oh, he had oh, he had man. a buddy who just laughed at everything he said. And he was just like smoking a cigarette and being like, hey man, let me tell you about the nature of the world. And his buddy was like, yeah, yeah, there you go. So he had a hype man, except they were sitting alone in like the upper deck of a bar by themselves. Never mind. Let's Austin's a funny little town. Fuck us over. Yep. Can't wait to Weird. go back.